Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Monday. It's the 1st of October, 2018. Thank you for joining. I'm your, your host, Edwin Frondozo. And for those who are new to the to new to the platform and to the show, the Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live radio call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. Many of you in our audience are business owners and entrepreneurs, just like your local State Farm agent. When it's time to renew your business policy or review the coverage that you have, it's worth it to reach out to State Farm. To find an agent, please visit statefarmagent.ca. State Farm Canada is becoming Desjardins Insurance, the same great agents backed by Desjardins. Today, really excited to to introduce my co-host today, I had met him at a at a local mastermind event in Brampton, which is about north of the city of Toronto, and a really amazing young individual. So I thought I wanted to bring him on and, and discuss a specific topic that I'm I'm interested in, and it's public speaking. And uh, my co-host today is Mohammed Maxwell Hassan. He is he's a University of Toronto and Humber college graduate and. Like like myself, he enjoys the wonders of effective storytelling. So I, I'm really interested to learn from him because um, he is he's a published author. He has two novellas uh, titled "Can't Escape" and "Street Start." And recently, this year, earlier this year, he emceed and became the lead organizer for the first ever TEDx Brampton, uh, and he had presentations from CEOs community leaders, and and he's just an amazing young individual. So obviously, I thought. You know, being October first, our first uh, podcast live, we're going to talk about how to how to land a TEDx talk for those who are business leaders or marketing. You know, TEDx and TED brand is really big, and when you have an amazing ideas, it's a great platform to be on. If you are joining us live, and if you have any questions, feel free to message it right into the browser, right into the comments below, and and um, Muhammad and myself will definitely uh, talk about it. If you do have a story or you've been on TEDx or even TED, let us know. We'd love to have your conversation and hear your story. Uh, without further ado, Mohammed, happy Monday. How are you doing today? Doing wonderfully well, Edwin. Thanks for the opportunity, man. Super stoked. It's going to be fun. Yeah, no, this this is great. I know you and I, like I like I mentioned at the top of the show, we had met at an event that I was I was speaking at a mastermind, and uh, we just so happened to be sitting beside each other. So uh, it's funny how the universe puts puts like minded individuals together. Um, so Mohammed, I just want to get right into it. Let's let's talk about uh, maybe you could explain for the listeners out there. What is TEDx Talks? Uh, maybe someone's never heard of it before. And what's it all about? Right. So, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because when throughout my experience organizing uh, TEDx, it's amazing how a lot of people, even though it's an international um, organization, a lot of people don't know. So what I've learned very quickly is to never assume anything, right? Um, even when I was talking about TEDx, people sometimes mistaken me for FedEx. <laughs> right? They're like, you're like, you're like Muhammad from FedEx? I'm like, no, man, TEDx, not FedEx. I mean, we we deliver, but uh, we deliver good talks. But you know what I mean? It's, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, just there's one distinguishing factor. So TED, the slogan is ideas worth spreading. And there's a distant, there's a difference between TED and TEDx. TED, 
that's where you get the official A-list individuals. That's where you get the Bill Gates. That's where you get the celebrity figures. That's the official uh, brand. The X on TEDx means independent. So independently organized um, from city to city around the world. And so the idea is, is that you have, ideally you would have individuals who are successful in a field uh, who are thought experts, subject matter experts, and uh, they would come in free of charge to share an idea that they think would impact the world. Mm -hmm. And so that's the whole general platform, right? It's a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, every day, like they're just uploading talks on, you know, offering different perspectives on things. So that's, that's the gist of it. That's what Ted is all about. Yeah. No. So Mohammed, I mean, it's interesting. And I, I obviously know the brand in terms of that, how long or like, like, why did you get involved with it? First off, why did I get involved? Okay. So long story short, love public speaking. So I was in my last year of University of Toronto. That's when I, where the idea of public speaking really clicked. And even when I was in my final year at Humber as well, studying architecture, we had to do constant presentations. And I noticed that it's not just something I really enjoyed doing, but it was something that I, I excelled in and not as a humble brag, right? Like I really, excel, I really pushed myself. I really enjoyed doing these presentations. And so I was binge watching TED Talks uh, one day and I noticed that I said, why, why do I have to keep watching these talks? Why don't I actually go and visit one in real life? Like, you know, I mean, you can't always look at life through the lens of a computer screen. Right. So I was saying, okay, I'm, I'm looking online, trying to do my research. I'm like, I'm local in Brampton. So I said, hey, you know, is there something in Brampton? And I looked to my left, looked to my right, nobody there. I emailed Ted. I say, hey, you know, just, uh, I, I noticed that they said that they have licenses available for anyone. I'm looking at them, emailing them, say, hey, uh, is someone already doing TEDx Brampton? And the answer was no. They, they were searching through it. They're like, I don't even see that this was this never happened. Uh, there was TEDx Youth at Brampton. That was a couple of years ago. But TEDx Brampton, like as a citywide, um, just it wasn't there. And so I said to myself, well, there's a good old saying that says, if opportunity doesn't knock, build the door. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. so, that, so that's what I decided to do. I said, well, if, no one, if I'm going to sit around and wait for people, uh, it'll probably never happen. And so I said, it's a great opportunity to be a pioneer in doing this. And here we are. So I just figured, you know what? Go for it. That's it's fun. So, how long did it take you, uh, Muhammad, to from that from that initial like commitment for yourself to to launch that? I mean, I assume it's a little overwhelming to <laughs> to do any type of event, let alone one with a, a global brand. Like, what were what were sort of the challenges? Because maybe people out there who are listening may have thought about hosting their own TEDx event. Like, like what goes into that? Um, process and, and what were you know if you were to do it over again what would you tell yourself what to do and what not to do oh man edwin this would take like <laughs> this is a whole like uh this is an amazing experience but the thing is is that uh, so from to answer your first question like how long it took because yeah. i was in, yeah, i was in school during this time all right so i couldn't like the 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 way it is is that you apply for the license and by the time you get the license you have one year to come to fruition from the time that you got the license. So uh, essentially it was almost a year. Yeah, I remember I applied I applied in October 
and it took a couple of uh, weeks to get that going because the throughout the app if you if you open it online if you make a ted profile you'll be able to see that uh they require a lot of studying like they require a well thought out um well thought out application you know what topics you want what's your theme what's the venue they just want to make sure that you that you really thought about this you're not just kind of being careless so for that it's like, point, a, it's like a business plan almost right exactly that, yeah exactly yeah. so just they want to get a good sense of where you are they know that things aren't going to be set in stone because things change i mean i had to push the date back a bit because mm -hmm. uh, you know but um yeah they they so so it was about a year Mm -hmm. Just just to get that going. And then when you were going, I guess I know I know I know you and I could probably talk about this forever, but uh like like what was the biggest challenge? Maybe one of the challenges that made of made you question yourself, wondering why the heck you were doing this, and maybe maybe it was a bad idea. I think hmm, a lot I think in, in, initially in the beginning I used to I thought that it would just fall on my lap, like that TEDx Brampton would sell itself. Yes. It, would, it wouldn't be hard to uh, get attention and things of that nature. But uh, surprisingly, it wasn't as groundbreaking as I thought it would be. Like when I told people about TEDx and I tried getting sponsors and, and trying to reach out to individuals to invite them, a lot of times they're like, what's TED? What's TED? I'm like, what up? <laughs> I was like, I'm operating in this world. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, and that, again, that goes back to one guy. He's like, you're from FedEx, right? I'm like, no, it, it's, uh, so I think seeing how it's not, but once, once you get into a, like just getting to the right people, I think that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. um, getting to the people who appreciate it, getting to the people who know about it, that was tough because I'm operating. I'm not operating based on an organized. Remember, I'm just a student, so mm -hmm. it's not like I'm. I, I have this success, long-standing successful. If you look at my counterparts, um, TEDx Toronto, TEDx Mississauga, like they're awesome organized. Like they've they've done this for years, and this was my first time, right? So I don't have the the backing initially. I mean, everyone starts somewhere, uh, so I think just getting the ball rolling from humble grassroots. That's that was kind of the toughest challenge but i mean there's so many other things but well, i'm sure there's, there's well that. first off congrats on bringing that to uh, to the market of brampton i mean it's it's really important and having business leaders community leaders like yourself bring this and bring this opportunity this is very important and people don't realize i know you as an event organizer now and i've i've managed a number of events i, I don't want to get into business of doing it but yeah I, I know it's almost sometimes it's almost a thankful job, right? Because people don't realize for those who are listening, people don't realize how much work it takes to to put these things together, um, especially when you have it running flawlessly, right? And I'm sure you have um, ways uh, you already have like how you're gonna run the next one, right, Muhammad? You know exactly what you're gonna do better. Maybe it was something you may not do next time. But ultimately, you have a lot of learnings from going through this process yourself. Um, no, so that's great. So for those who are who are just joining us, uh, Mohammed and I were talking about how we're, basically we just started talking about TEDx, uh, the TEDx organization, and we're, we're about to talk about you know how to land if you ever wanted to or thought yourself or visioned yourself speaking at a TEDx event. Um, we thought it'd be a good idea to discuss that, answer your questions. Um, so definitely write questions. If you don't want to join us live, you could write a question right in the comments sections below or or, or hit uh, you want to join us as well in, in the browser. Um, so Mohammed, I guess even for myself, 
I've always been interested and never did the application or the process, not sure what ideas I want to do. So what does the application process look like if I were interested to become a speaker? And I guess, is it similar to every TEDx organization around the world? I'd say that there are some similarities for sure, but it's always dependent on on the organizers themselves. Mm -hmm. right? So like I said, like if you look at TEDx Toronto and versus TEDx Mississauga, even here with TEDx Brampton, there are certain things. It's that's why the X is so important. It's independent. So instead of you don't paint everybody with the same brush, mm -hmm. uh, you know, what I mean, like you, you, you got to really look carefully through what the application process is and what they are looking for. Uh, for example, what I learned was having that uh, making if you're if you're starting and you want to you want to have a good starting point one thing i would say is have a video ready of you right talking about your talk uh, a little bit a snippet of it or mm -hmm. at least at least try to practice what talk you would say imagine you have that 15 minutes what would it be right so think of it as a trailer versus a movie you want to make a trailer to get me excited about what you're talking about and then mm -hmm. the movie is the actual talk itself and so a lot of times you want to be able to screen um, what individuals have to say prior to it. You don't want to just let anyone on without any sort of filter in any way because you never know what you're going to get. There have been controversies and certain things. So just doing your due diligence to get that going. But as a starting point for any speaker who really wants to get into TED Talks uh, or TEDx, yeah, I'd say, first of all, really understand what the organizers want and what the theme is relating to right because if you're if you're because the the thing with ted is that they want to make a theme there when i was doing the application they were saying that you want a theme that's specific but general at the same time so what on what on earth does that mean so it's like you're able to take a certain topic and apply it to multiple various fields at once. Initially, when I applied, I remember I wrote down leadership as mm -hmm. my topic. I said, "Oh, leadership's a it was you know specific enough. You're talking about how to cultivate good leaders. You can talk about so many different things." But they told me, "No, that's a little too specific. You're narrowing down just on leadership." So I said, "Okay." So then, through a lot more brainstorming, we came up with the next level. So meaning that whatever topic you're discussing it's the future of it right so for example we talked about sustainability and what's the next level of sustainability what's the next level in terms of youth entrepreneurship so you see sustainability youth entrepreneurship not really related unless if you're trying to make a business on sustainability but uh, mm -hmm. the idea is is that if you're wanting to be a speaker you really got to understand what the organizers and what the theme is about and making sure that you polish your story enough to uh, have it featured is that is that one part does that answer your question edwin or yeah, no 100 percent. i mean when i've when i've looked at uh, the tedx toronto which obviously they've been running i, I don't know how many years but quite a bit and <laughs> quite a bit of years but uh you know they're getting very big name type individuals now i imagine and maybe you can't maybe you may may or may not know like how would their like outside looking in their process differ from yours because they're so popular now versus your yours is popular and it's gonna grow i'm sure double or triple for the next one 
for people applying, like what would what would me me say? Let's say Edwin never spoke at a TEDx. What would be my chances landing a TEDx gig somewhere which fairly new, green versus TEDx Toronto? I say it's like think of it as a job interview, right? Yeah. Like if, if you're if you're going for one of the big corporate names around the world, compare that to someone who's a small business at this point, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's one way to look at it. Look at it as if it's a job interview. Like you want to, you know, you you hear you know a thousand times, oh, you got to stand out, make your resume, you know, outstanding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, so if you, again, I can't speak on what they do. I don't know. 100% mm -hmm. of, of the inner workings of it. But like you said, like when, when an event is running really smoothly, uh, you're going to want to, uh, you're going to want to say to yourself that, man, like they really put in a lot of behind the scenes. So for starters, one thing I would say is, uh, is making sure that you, you nail down your story. Like that's, authenticity is a big one mm -hmm. so if you're again if you're applying like i'm just using tedx toronto as an example because again i, I actually i ran into one of the volunteer uh, at one of at uft at um and i and i saw that they did tedx toronto at that time this year mm -hmm. and i was telling them i was like hey you know i'm from tedx brampton oh great i said how many volunteers do you guys have and they're like we have 40 I was like, oh my god! I was wow. like, you know, I said, and I'm like, how many how many years have you done this? And they said like ten years. And I'm like, oh my, okay. <laughs> and they're like, how about you? I'm like, well, it's my first year. I only have like five, right? So <laughs> they're like, yeah, um, it is what it is. So again, it should go back to to what it is. If you're looking at both of them, like for me, because it's relatively new at the time, it was like I was just basing it on certain things like i was looking at their application process and trying to derive things from that mm -hmm. um but again it comes down to popularity supply and demand and for tedx toronto it's you know it's, it's well established right so you want to it depends on what you're going for what's your intentions yeah. yeah what's the goal right so what, what what have you found maybe on the personal side and going it through 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 one round right now what what are most people looking for when they they want to get onto the tedx platform is it just to share an idea is it to grow a business like what what have you saw and maybe i guess obviously you binged a lot and you you, you know the brand um so what, what are your thoughts on that so in terms of the speakers themselves again i can't say what their intentions are it it varies from person to person so i can't speak for anyone else except myself but uh, from what I've noticed, at least for me, what I look for is always someone who's authentic. Um, for starters, one of the things in TED for TEDx is that you're not allowed to pay any of the speakers mm -hmm. to, to show up. So that's that's a standard golden rule. You can't pay any speakers. And so when someone says when they're asking for money to show up on stage, like that's a huge red flag for me right there. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of disingenuous. Like, you're already success outside of TED, and here you are wanting more. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it gives off a bad vibe. It doesn't really, doesn't really, uh, it doesn't feel right. Exactly. Right. So yeah. that's, that's the, that's, that's one thing, right? If you're disingenuous, you can tell. Like, I, I've, I guess I've asked her going through certain applications and, 
seeing online like you can you know you can feel it when someone's like look i'm here to really embody ideas we're sharing you know you've ever have you ever had a teacher in school they just really love what they're doing and then there's some who just want to collect a paycheck you've mm -hmm. seen the difference right so one thing is authenticity is a big uh, big part that's one thing and that's that's one main thing about speakers and again going back to what their intentions are it's, it is what it is with them like it's their it's their intention, it's their life, it is what it is. Um, the other thing I would say, networking, being able to grow, I mean, that's that's the nature of it, right? Because imagine you're like you you're in the business leadership podcast. You mm -hmm. wanna and then if you say like, Hey, I'm a TEDx speaker, it adds credibility to your name. So that's a natural consequence of what it is. But in the first place, here's the thing. If you're doing this for TED, you're in the wrong place. You're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. I remember there there's a beautiful quote I, I came across, which said, which said this, that uh, as you're climbing the ladder to success, mm -hmm. uh, make sure you're checking and leaning against the right wall. So sometimes I like that. I like so that. A, a lot of people who are climbing the ladder to success, they're sometimes down the line, they're doing it for the wrong reasons. And so, so many people, they're saying, oh, you know, I want to go on TED Talk just for the fame, just to, just to uh, say, hey, I want to be on TED Talks. I'm a TEDx speaker. I'm a TED Tech. And they're just showing off to individuals like, buddy, like, are you really doing it for uh, ideas worth spreading? Do you really want to make an impact in the world? Or are you here to just, you know, showboat and inflate your ego? I mean, it's it's not hard to distinguish between the two, but um, it is what it is. That's that's one thing I'd say. Yes. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, so if you are just joining us live, Mohammed and I were discussing TEDx, the TEDx community. If you, uh, we actually talked about how if you were interested in launching a TEDx community, it's definitely a a year long process at least. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we just started talking and discussing really about. How, how, what are the processes and what are the ideas and maybe where you should be applying to, you know, depending on who you are and what you're doing uh, in your life right now. So if you have any questions, uh, we probably have another five, 10 minutes left in, in the, today's live podcast. I'm um, just, you know, punch it in, in the browser. would love to, love to, um, love to address it um, or join us live. If you are speaking about TEDx, if you spoke at a TEDx, we'd love to hear about you what your experience was and maybe your biggest learnings or, or the, or the pros and cons of actually speaking to TEDx. Um, maybe, I don't know, um, Mohammed, I don't even know if there's even in the con of speaking at TEDx, but I'm sure there are pros and cons of everything. Um, right. What do you think there is? Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is probably uh, not living up to those expectations because when you say that you're a TEDx speaker mm -hmm. and you've, you've done it, and or let's just say you're on the stage and you don't deliver mm -hmm. that can backfire right um you know there there are sometimes like if you just do a simple google search there are some individuals who've landed uh who've landed a ted talk or a tedx talk great they've they made it there but then they deliver a message that's so controversial that they had to ban it right so wow i never even heard that no you go, yeah just go on do right just type in google banned ted talks and you'll see a list so that can definitely hurt you. So that's, that's, I'd say that's a big con um, for mm -hmm. sure. If you don't deliver, if you're not, and there, it, it's just simple. Like you don't, if you don't follow the rules, you don't follow the policy, man, of course, what do you expect? Right? It, yeah. If you, if you start stepping out of balance and it's thinking like, Oh, this is a platform for me. I say whatever I want to say, man, like it's then don't expect the, the consequences to show up. So that's one thing I'd say, just 
that's a big that's a but thankfully nothing happened with us it is um but you never know right sometimes you you never know so interesting and maybe this is a little more more for me muhammad but <laughs> given my platform and you know i speak to amazing business leaders i have the way i run my business i run my life how would you direct me to find a topic to speak about because obviously i haven't spoken at a tedx before i i do speak about uh you you heard me speak but i, I speak about personal branding i speak about morning routines i speak about i speak about a lot of things i i, I probably when i'm personal in front of everyone i end up talking about my daughter more more so and everything and, and how i'm learning as a father um you know because i'm a two a quote unquote two-year-old father like what would you how would you help me formulate a topic that that might be convincing or not convincing at least give 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 me a better chance of landing a tedx talk sure okay well actually i came up with a little formula it's like this it's like you need to find something that you care about and the world cares about mm -hmm. at the same time that's really difficult i'll give you an example if i was to reach out to you and i say edwin what is the greatest accomplishment you ever made in life and if you answered me that tying my shoes was the greatest thing ever <laughs> uh, i look i look at you and say okay that's great for you but unfortunately the rest of the world just won't resonate with that like tying your shoes gives you a sense of accomplishment that's for you so what you want to do is like you mentioned like a couple of great things i mean just the fact that you have a business podcast that's a big deal uh, but you know tying in your even if right now you're talking about parenting that's a big one too it's like finding something that you are authentic with, that you genuinely care about, something that you would say, okay, this is, what, this is what's true to me. This is me at my core. And I can't answer that for you. Nobody can. And there's no set, set uh, rule book or anything of that nature to find out what it is that you love more than anything else. You, you have to go through it with your own experiences. You have your own situations that you can. And it's just a lot of self-awareness. But at the same time, here's the kicker is that you got to be able to make sure that whatever it is that you love and what you're doing is also matching what a lot of people are are interested in at the same time. Because, you know, I mean, like some even Hollywood is based on that. Mm -hmm. it, it can work on the other way as well. If I make a movie that only people love and not it's not true to me, it's, it's going to flop. Mm -hmm. And if I only make a movie that I want to see and nobody else wants to see, it's also going to flop. So the key is, is like, how am I going to find something that's important to me, that's core to me, and at the same time, I can connect at a per, at a at a level where a lot of people can resonate. I'm yeah. sure with your talk when you're talking about parenting, that's a big one right there. But even with TED, like if it's backed up by scientific data and things of that nature, I know you are, always want to bring your expertise, professional expertise, into it. Mm -hmm. But uh, just looking at it and saying, okay, well. Here's my professional expertise. Here's my personal life. Here's my, you know, let's just say I, I enjoy traveling, my travel life. Okay, which one of these is like most authentic? Maybe I can weave them all together somehow. What's the core message I want to give? And mm -hmm. if you can't, and, and here's another quick little thing as well, just for anyone listening or who want to go into TED, I've heard this beautiful piece of advice, and it goes like this. If you can't say your message in less than 10 words, then you have a problem. If you have a, if you have a core message you want to give, do it in 10 words or less. Because it's not clear to you if you can't say in less than 10 words. If you have a message, for example, my idea worth spreading is I'm saying that I say storytelling is the medium for change. 
Mm -hmm. I think that that's, I think that if you have the right message to the right person at the right time, personally, that's that's a spark for for someone to really drastically make that pivotal moment in their life. But if you can't make it clear to yourself in less than 10 words, then you have a problem. If you if you have to explain to me your TED talk or or any talk or anything, like what do you do? Like if I said Edwin, what's the business podcast all about? If you can't explain it to me in less than 10 words, there's a problem. So right. especially in this modern era, like with social media people are fighting not for your money they're fighting for your attention right? no for yeah. sure i mean right. that, i mean that's really great advice and I, I like that also because i'm an entrepreneur that's that's similar to entrepreneurship and uh i'm, I'm hearing a lot of similarities to your elevator pitch right because mm -hmm. when i meet many people i i meet many people uh, on a weekly basis and and if they can't tell me what they do in 10 words, I already lost track what they were saying. Like, because yeah. I, I don't even remember. I'm like, so, uh, so, uh, so what do you do? And I yeah. forgot. What, and what's your name again? And then, and then it, you totally get lost. Right. No, that's really good. That's really good. I, uh, I really appreciate those insights, those comments. And it really makes me think about, you know, the topics that I have, I have, I have a good, I have maybe three to five topics that I think resonate with a lot of people. It's wide, but when I talk to leadership and the things that, you know, really motivate or move people, sometimes it, and, and you've, you've, I, I mean, I've watched a lot of TEDx, but would it be things like talk about adversity and overcoming all failures or, or things that in your life wrapped around all that stuff is really a, maybe the essence of storytelling right absolutely yeah that's it, it, like stories are everywhere it's all part of it's all it's everywhere so it's like any kind of lesson you can derive no for sure if you are just joining us we are talking about storytelling tedx launching a tedx speaking at a tedx um if you're listening live definitely love to love to hear from you if you have any questions i know uh fireman rich is a Thanks for listening and, and dropping in some comments. Appreciate appreciate the appreciate the love. Um, if you are listening to this on replay, feel free to reach out directly to Muhammad and myself. Um, would love to hear from you. Any thoughts? Any stories about TEDx? Any advice as well of of public speaking? But before we end, Muhammad, I'd love to get any final tips uh, that you could share to the emerging business leaders, the listeners out there who may be thinking about you know, growing their career or growing their brand by, by speaking at a TEDx conference? Well, I'd say that like you got to be successful outside of TED sometimes. Like you got to make sure that you don't do it for TED, like going back to the authenticity, making sure that uh, whatever it is that you do, it's 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 clear to you and it's authentic to you and whatever it is that you want to provide in the world because far too often i've met people i'm sure you've probably met people edwin that mm -hmm. like what they're doing is just totally not in alignment with whatever their core their core is i want to be a doctor just so i can have the prestige i want to be a or i want to go into being a musician just so i can rebel against my parents like they're doing things for the wrong reasons and you can you can totally see when someone is not in total alignment with what their values are versus what their talents are versus how they spend their time. And so when it comes to TEDx, like TEDx, is, think of it as like this. TEDx is a, is a consequence or a result of your hard-earned effort. 
Um, a lot of times people would think it's vice versa, that I need to be on the TEDx stage to be successful. Doesn't have to be that way. I mean, sure, it will, you will land some credibility, but at the same time, if that's your approach, if your mindset is, is saying, okay, I got to get on this stage, otherwise I'm not successful, TED equals success. And it's true. I mean, again, TEDx, beautiful global organization, ideas worth spreading, such a noble endeavor. But if you're just going for the title, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Like, mm -hmm. don't do it. Don't do it for the title. Don't do it just so you can say, I'm a TEDx speaker. Look at me, you know? And you show everybody that, hey, I'm a I'm an all star because of this, that and the other. I remember there was a uh, there was a movie and uh, I remember it said, like, I don't need a medal to tell me I'm a good guy. Right. I don't need those titles so that I can say I'm doing good in the world. Right. There are a lot, there are a lot of individuals who if you just get things right, again, going back to that top as you're as you're climbing the ladder for success, make sure you're leaning against the right wall. And so, I mean, believe me. When you go out there, you, and again, one other—I don't know if I have a little bit extra time to to just. Of course, say, yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just as I'm going through this, I'm like, hey, this is running through my head. Like, <laughs> I love it though. I love it. Thank you, Mohammed. Yeah, anytime, anytime, I do. And so I'm thinking, like, okay, you're gonna probably also get rejection. You're gonna get people. You're gonna go to. You're gonna apply to a TED talk, or, and you're like, you know what? Sorry, sir, or sorry, ma'am, you didn't. Um, Sorry, we just didn't pick you, right? That's that's the reality of it. Like we had so many people and you weren't chosen. Mm -hmm. At that moment, you can decide to say, oh, you know what? You can build up this inner resentment, build up this inner conflict with yourself and start making excuses and saying, oh, you know, they don't know what they're doing. I'm this, I'm the base. They don't actually take the time to think and reflect and say, okay, well, at that moment, you can say, what is it that I can do for next time that would make me better? Like always go after feedback. That's gold. Like nothing is nothing is more important because money comes and goes, but feedbacks is gonna even constructive criticism, I should say, is what makes you better. And although it's not easy to hear, it's not easy to um, to digest that sometimes. It's not easy to look in the mirror, but it's necessary to grow because I remember they say growth comes from discomfort. You go outside your comfort zone. And that's where you that's where the true growth is. And sometimes it's a huge slap in the face, but you might look back at it maybe a year later, six months down the line, you can say, Man, that was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Because had I not gone through that, had I not been rejected, I would not have seen this. I remember one time I applied to a conference and I got rejected. And I was a young kid, it's a couple of years ago, and I was like, Man, I thought I was so developed in my public speaking abilities that yeah. they were missing out. <laughs> and I had, I, no, I had I had full confidence in myself. I said, I know. Just give me a chance on that stage, and I can show you for a fact that I can dominate and I can actually give something to you. Not in an arrogant way. I'm just saying, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Just I'll, give me a chance, and I'll prove it to you. Just do that. And they <laughs> didn't. So I said, Oh my gosh, it was you know it was devastating. But I said, You know what? I gotta find out why. So when I. I emailed the organizer. I said, "Look, appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much for you know for letting me know. But uh, I just want to know what could I have done better? How could I have made my application stronger?" And this is one advice that he gave me, which I never thought of. He told me, he "says Muhammad, when you sent in your video for this application, you didn't sound sure enough, or you didn't sound like you believed in what you were saying." Wow. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "Like." So he thought, like, when I was talking, it was kind of surface level. I didn't truly believe in my core 
what it is I was talking about. And I said, man, that really, that, that was like eye-opening uh, 2020 vision for me right there. I was looking at myself. Yeah. I said, I look, I look back at it. I reviewed the video. I looked at it, dissected it. And then from there on end, I said to myself, I said, man, no matter what I do, I got to make sure I put my heart into it. I got to put my heart and soul into whatever it is that whatever is um, whatever I endeavor, because if, because people can smell it, people can sniff it out. People can make sure people can tell when someone's disingenuous. And so when I got that for the first time, I was like, man, it was a, it was a pivotal moment, but Hey, yeah. I'm so inter, but I'm so thankful for that. So. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and everything happens for a reason, right? And that's, uh, I mean, even for myself, I, uh, I try not to react to things anymore. I try to just let it, let it sit for a minute, even sleep on things, right? Whether it's positive or negative is really understand that timing, you know, things happen for me and I'm realizing things happen to me uh, when they happen and on time. Right. But I mean, this is an amazing, amazing episode, Muhammad. I'm, I'm really appreciating it. I love the insight. I love the energy that you're bringing, man. And uh, I, I definitely, I definitely hope to, Hope to bring more traffic and hope to let us know, keep us know when uh, when your um, your next event is going. But uh, before we end, if you could share where you could get more information about you, um, your conference. I did put the link in the, into the browser already um, or uh, anything else you'd love to share with us. Sure thing. I'm, I'm going to type it right now. This is my website. I think Mohammed might have uh, dropped out by accident, but it looks like he did type it again. Mohammed, if you do join me again uh, or loop back in, thank you again for your time. We definitely need to get you back on here. Maybe when, uh, maybe we even assess like some of the top TEDx videos or TED videos that uh, that you've seen. Love to love to discuss that or uh, something new, something fun. But uh, again, for everyone who is listening live or not live, um, thank you for joining us. The Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show. Be sure to catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, and if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast. It's called The Business Leadership Podcast. I know Mohammed mentioned it. I'll put, it, I'll put a link in it in, in the browser as well, um, where I speak to business leaders to discuss actually their personal journey and experience when it comes to business leadership. I learn a lot from it and I'd love to share the conversations to all of you. So you could catch that podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. But that's a wrap, everyone. That's uh, that's Monday. That's the 1st of October. So everyone, have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic October. And I will catch you next time.